to have a deeper move of the Spirit of God, we must be led by compassion to intercede for others. How many of you know there are different degrees in natural power? I know that. 110 is not the same as 220. I've had a taste of 110. I don't want none of the 220 in the raw like that. But Holy Ghost power, you don't have to be concerned or draw back or fearful. But there are different degrees of natural power. There are different degrees of Holy Ghost power. It's the degree of the power present. How many of you have witnessed that power increasing in this place over the years? Now, do you understand why the Holy Ghost, through the prophet of God, said to me, don't hold back. Don't hold back. It's Holy Ghost. Two Sundays ago, two Sundays ago, the only thing I could recall in that service was the scriptures that he gave me. Not one sentence could I recall. You may think that's pretty far out. But if it takes getting that far out in the realm of the spirit. To get the results. So there are different degrees of power. The degree of the power administered. And the degree of the person's faith. To receive. Now you would think that that's all. You would think. Come on. People think if I just show up. At the miracle church. And that power's present, it will work in my behalf. It won't. It won't. I'm here to encourage you in your faith to exercise your faith. I don't want to give the negative side. There are two sides. And the prophet of God said, you'll have to teach both sides. The degree of power administered, the degree of a person's faith to receive. Church, do you know what activates that power? Are you sure? It is the person's faith that activates that power. So here's where we are. John Wesley said, It seems God is limited by our prayer life. God can do nothing for humanity unless someone asks him. You know what? That's scriptural too. That's scriptural too. John 15, 7. I heard it every winter Bible seminar. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask what you will and it shall be done. Matthew, where two or more are gathered. In my name, agree. You got to ask. Amos 3 3. How can two walk together lest they agree? 1 Corinthians 14 14. Prayer produces power. Paul said, For if, if is a word that is conditional, and there's 5,000, 1,522 there. Plus or minus ifs in the Bible. They demonstrate a condition that humanity is to meet.
But see, we adults, we don't want conditions. We, we don't want perimeters. We don't want boundaries. And that's why the world's in the condition that it's in. I'm talking about the church world. That's why the church world, that's why there hasn't been the demonstration of the power that we, des- that we desire. I, I can't be the only one longing for that power and demonstration that I know that is yet heretofore, but it's greater than it's ever been. Amen. First Corinthians 14, 14, if I pray in an unknown tongue. No wonder, can y'all see this? Could you see what's happening here? This is very important because the power, prayer, that the powers produced by the praying in tongues, praying the word and praying in tongues. If you don't have all the ingredients, you don't have the perfect recipe. So God's given all of the ingredients. The Holy Ghost is like the mixer, you know. He mixes it all and brings forth the end results. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit by the Holy Spirit within me prays. First Corinthians fourteen two. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto God, but unto man. What's he doing? He's praying out mysteries. Praying out mysteries. That's how you pray about this journey you're on. You pray, you, you get your family together. We're going to pray mysteries out. This is a dream that God's put in our heart. And we're pursuing this dream. And we're going to pray every step of, you don't have to, doesn't have to be an hour. Doesn't have to be 30 minutes. Doesn't have to, four people, four times five, that's 20 minutes. Right there. Jeremiah 33, 3. Prayer produces power, call, cry out, proclaim, utter a loud sound unto me. I will answer, I will respond and speak, show and make known. Great things, great in importance, great in intensity, great in number, large in magnitude and extent. Amen? Things that we wouldn't even consider or see not. So I was showing you how the Holy Ghost adds to. And what I want to say about that is... This is what he ought to be doing in our lives. Every day, there should be increase. Increase. Every day, increase, number one, of spiritual matter. Number two, we live in this world, though we're not a part of the world, but we enjoy. He said he created the heavens, the earth, and the fullness thereof. Why? For the pleasure of his people. So prayer. The Holy Ghost added this. This morning, y'all okay? There's a tremendous peace here. Can y'all sense that? It's a tremendous awareness of honor and respect to the Godhead. Brother Hagin said, the more you reverence the Holy Ghost, the more he'll move in your midst. Can't get in a hurry with him can't force him. We don't have the right to dictate, tell him what to do, who to minister, who to speak to, who not to speak to. That's his business. Prayer is to have a deeper move, to have a deeper move of the Spirit of God. We must be led by compassion to intercede for others. To be effective in intercessory prayer, we must persevere in prayer. 
Listen to this next line. The intercessor is not bound by time or space. I'd say a true believer is not bound by time or space. That's hungry for God. We should always continue to pray until we have a note of praise or victory. How do you know you have a note of praise or victory? Listen, we will either start laughing, praising, or singing. A note of victory assures us that we have the answer. I'm going to end this with ministry by Kenneth E. Hagan at one of our prayer seminars. He said, You see, I have said, it has been prophesied by the Spirit of God, spoken by the Spirit, given by prophecy, given by tongues and interpretation, men speaking out of their hearts, that burden, that word, that conviction that was put into their spirits by the Spirit of God concerning these days. Concerning a great move of God and a great move of the Spirit. But those things cannot come. Even though that is the will of God. Unless. You see, God is speaking forth his will. God is speaking forth his plan. God is speaking forth his purpose. But you see, you are the body of Christ. That great move of God is just waiting there. Cannot come unless the church gives birth to it. Remember that Paul writing to the church at Galatia said, My little children of whom I travail in birth again. Until Christ be formed in you. The way that you will give birth unto the move of God. And unto that which he has planned. That which is his highest purpose. And will for your land and for this day. Not the physical land, the people living in the land. I live in the land of the USA. Don't do you any good when he said... In Chronicles, if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways and pray, I will what? Not talking about a piece of dirt. It's talking about the people that occupy that area. And will for your land and for this day. The way you give birth to it is to bring it about. See, I don't live in Germany. I don't live in India. I don't live in Malaysia. I don't live in Dubai. I live right here in America. This is where my heart is. Do I pray for the Spirit of God to move all over the earth? This nation is the key nation. Don't let go of that. Always remember the enemy comes after the top. 
If he can't disrupt on a ground level, that's not where he's really going to do his biggest hurt. His biggest hurt is to destroy the top. The way you will give birth into the move of God and to that which he has planned. That which is his highest purpose and will for your land and for this day. The way you give birth to it is bring it about through soul travail and intercessory prayer. So the spirit of God is enlisting men and women today to volunteer. To be one of those who will say, Lord, you can depend on me. To be one of those who will sacrifice. One of those who will sacrifice what we're going to sacrifice. Even the legitimate pleasures of life. And come aside from fellowship with others that they enjoy so much. And spend time on their face in intercession. You want a fellowship? No one greater than the Holy Ghost to fellowship with. And I promise you, the more you fellowship with him, the less you desire to have that natural. I'm not saying not to have any natural fellowship. Scales. Intercession, fellowship. Needs to do this. Just like that. The way that you give birth to the move of God and to that which he has planned, that which is his highest purpose and will for your land and for this day. Did they find it? They're getting there. The way you give birth is through soul travail and intercessory prayer. So the spirit of God, listen, is enlisting men and women today to volunteer to be one of those who will say, Lord, You can depend on me to be one of those who will sacrifice even the legitimate pleasures of life and come aside from fellowship with others that they enjoy so much and spend time on their face in intercession. He is seeking out those today who will respond to him. Thank God my heart answers back. Lord, I am one of them. I am one of them. And others will enlist and will enter into the greatest ministry there is, the ministry of intercession. And so it shall come. It shall come. The darkness that hovers on the horizon of time. The darkness that hovers on the horizon of our nation, our own nation, will be dispelled and driven back. How's it going to be dispelled and driven back? For the light of God will shine through and the rivers of the Spirit will flow and the blessings of God will come and it shall break, break open upon us like a mighty dam has broken and the floodwaters will rush forth, sweeping before them all that is in their path. So the Spirit will flow, the blessings of God will come It shall break upon us like a mighty dam has broken. The dam's cracked, church. It is cracked. And the floods will rush forth, and the floodwaters will rush forth, sweeping before them all that is in their path. 
See, the devil's not, he can't prevail against the church, y'all. Don't you get to thinking that we're going to be beat up, trodden down, run over, wasted, and pushed aside. You listen, this is the prophet of God speaking as the oracles of God. The flood waters will rush forth, sweeping before them all that is in their path. Well, if this is going to happen, somebody just had a thought, why didn't God just do it? Why didn't God just save everybody? He did what he could. He sent his only son because humanity always has a partnership with God. And the floodwaters will rush forth, sweeping before them all that is in their path. So the floodwaters of his blessings and his goodness and his spirit shall sweep forth like a mighty flood, not to bring devastating results, but to bring glorious results, not to bring death and destruction, but to bring life. Y'all want to know how you can tell when the Holy Ghost is in something? Listen, life, peace, health, and healing. Glorious shall be the day thereof, giving yourself unto intercession. Then you shall be one who will see the fruits of your labor. So labor on, pray on in persistence and in faith. And the floodgates of his blessings shall be loosed upon the world and upon this nation. And it will be so, and it can be so, and it shall be so that the church shall yet see. Didn't say doom, gloom. Shall see her finest hour in this time and in this day. 